SBO in demand. Your official resource on school business. Welcome back to SBO in Demand. We really are churning them out lately. I think this is, what, number four in a row? So I think that really speaks to the amount of vacancies and the importance of filling these school business official positions around the state. You know, I looked online today and I think there's about over 15 school business or school business related vacancies across the state. So I do want to say thank you to all the superintendents that have joined us on the podcast to really speak to their districts. And we really hope that this is a new way of reaching some candidates that maybe otherwise wouldn't be aware of those vacancies. But today we have uh, Dr. Joseph Morgan, superintendent of schools at the Rondout Valley Central School District, located in Mid-Hudson. There's a lot going on at this district, and we're excited to bring you this interview today. Today on SBO In Demand, we have Dr. Joseph Morgan, Superintendent of Schools at the Rondout Valley Central School District. Welcome, Joe. How are you? Doing pretty good. Thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. So, you know, as, as we were talking earlier, this is really just an opportunity for you to kind of dive into the job description and tell our listeners a little bit more of what you're what you're searching for in a school business official. So with that being said, maybe you can kick it off with telling our listeners a little bit about your district and what makes it so unique. Very good. Thank you. Thanks for this opportunity. Sure. Okay. So Rondell Valley School District is a rural school district. We have approximately 1,800 students. So we are in Ulster County. And Ulster County, our school district is about one hour south of Albany, about 90 minutes north of uh, New York City. And it's a, it's a great a recreation area. We're in the foothills of the Catskills. So we have a lot of great hiking in the area, the Miniwaska State Park, Mohonk Preserve. The Mohonk Mountain House is in our school district as well. And uh, the Schwangunk Mountains, and which is a mecca for rock climbing in the area. And we're also, there are a lot of uh, second, second home owners in the area, and recently a lot of people have moved in, made their second homes their permanent homes, and it's been a, you know, a, a fairly housing market in our school district. Our, our full value assessment has uh, continually risen in the last, since, since I arrived in the last four years. Well, are you uh, seeing an increase in enrollment because of that? No, we haven't actually, you know, with, with, with COVID, we've actually seen a bit of a drop in enrollments also because of, you know, housing prices in this area have been going up. So sure. housing prices have gone up. A lot of people who have moved in don't necessarily have children or maybe their, their children have already grown and are, aren't in, you know, K-12 schools anymore. So we, we predict our population, our enrollment to remain steady over the next, next few years. But as I said, we're at, we're at 1,800 students. So it has dropped in the past 10 to 15 years. But right now, we think we're looking to stay steady for the next few years. So as I said, it's a great area for recreation. We're in the Catskills. It's about an hour to uh, Bel Air and Hunter Mountain for skiing. And then you know, we are considered the mid, the mid Hudson area. 
And yeah, we have five schools, two elementary schools, which are K-3 buildings, and we have pre-K. Also, uh, we have a middle school, and in the middle school facility is an intermediate school, which is grades four through six, and the junior high, which is grades seven and eight. And we have a high school is 9-12. The middle school and the high school are on the same campus with the district office. And we also have for transportation, we contract out for transportation with first student. And we have a in-house transportation supervisor. Other district, in-district or district level administrators, we have an athletic director. We have an assistant superintendent for schools and operations. We have a director of PPS, and we also recently hired a director of DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And this position also oversees our counseling department. We have in a facilities director. So the business official oversees the food service facility and the transportation department. And does your food Um, service, is that in-house or is that contracted? It's in-house. We have a $71 million budget. We have approximately 400 employees. We also recently completed a district needs assessment, which helped us develop our our five-year strategic plan. We're in the middle of a $61.8 million capital project. It's a four-phase project. This spring, we started phase three which will be a lot of infrastructure at our middle, a lot of work being done there. Roofs, electrical, unit vents, uh, that that type of thing. Is the majority Um, of the project infrastructure related or is there kind of other things buried in uh, there? Well, we put in a, we put in a athletic field, multi-purpose turf athletic field and new track, a new stadium last year. Well, that was phase one of the project. And then last year were uh, lighting, and uh, windows at our elementary schools. And then this year will be work roofs and infrastructure in the, the middle school. Wow. It's a lot of work going on in Rondell Valley. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a lot of work done and yeah, we worked, we worked right through, right through COVID. It was, it was the project we were just going out to bid, you know, right, right when, right when it hit. So we, we have our, our district office, our business office. We have three account clerks, senior account clerks in the business office to assist the business official. And we also coordinate with Sullivan Bosey's central business office, where we have our payroll and our accounts payable. Very interesting. Very interesting. So speaking to the position specifically, can you talk about really your leadership style, your administrative team, and how the business official fits into that? Yes. Our our business official is part of our leadership team in the district office and the the superintendent's cabinet. We have a real collaborative team. We meet weekly with the district office administrators. Also, business official participates in our twice a month. We meet with the administrative team, which are all the administrators in the district. And then on the opposite, the opposite time, the opposite week, we meet with the principals. And the business official is right in on all of our conversations, be it related to facilities, to curriculum, 
and staff development. The business official is, it's, it's very important for the business official to be part of those conversations, to be able to contribute for our staff, to be able to ask questions and to know really the big picture of both district finances and operations in the, in the district. So uh, the business official, uh, we work closely together. We're in the same building. We have a, a separate standalone district office where our, our PPS director, our business official, and our assistant superintendent for schools and operations are all housed. I'm um, glad you spoke to the involvement piece because that oftentimes can be overlooked with the business official not always being involved. And I'm so happy to hear that that's your philosophy because you, you said it perfectly that there's so much that goes on in the district and having the business official involved gives that person a better perspective of how the resources are being utilized. And, and we also, we also offer our, our business official, you know, there, there are times, there are conversations that they, their time may be utilized more efficiently. <laughs> right. Not too much in the weeds. <laughs> so we, we don't require a business official to sit in on every meeting, but the, the door is always open and our business official typically takes advantage of that. But as you know, the business official, you, you are, you're very busy and you have a lot of, a lot of irons in the fire. So we, we leave that flexibility open to the business official, but always, always on the invites, always part of uh, the conversations. Great. Glad to hear about the collaboration. That's that's critically important. Now, switching gears a little bit, what is the expectation and the level of involvement of this business official position with you and the Board of Education? Well, we have a we have a budget advisory committee. While we're 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 building the budget, we we start in December, work right up through the budget process when the budget is presented to the Board of Education for approval, and then you know put on the ballot for for approval. So the business official and I work together reviewing the budget and also with the, the Board of Education Budget Committee. And part of that is we, we, don't, we don't go too far into the weeds with the Budget Committee, but we do have conversations about staffing, about district goals, and how our budget should be shaped to, to meet the Board of Education goals. So the business, business official is in on those conversations with the Board of Education, talking about the, about the goals, talking about our strategic initiatives. So there's, there's a, a real close relationship between the Board of Education, my office, and also the business official's office. And we work, we work together really well. Great, great. I also noticed on the job posting, you have it posted a little bit differently than most. You have it posted both as a certified position and a civil service position. Can you speak to that? Are you preferring one or the other? Or are you just trying to cast a wide net? Uh, we're just casting a, a, a wide net. In, in my experience, I've seen you know both, both areas, the certificated school business officials and civil service business officials do a great job in this position. So we want to really cast cast a wide net. You know, a lot of times you can bring people in who have accounting backgrounds or may have just fund accounting knowledge, which which when they come into, you know, into uh, maybe they come from the public sector working in a county or, or working in a, you know, a large municipality, that knowledge base also easily transfers in. But also, as you said, it's also a certificated uh, person, a person who has you know, worked, worked their way up through the, you know, maybe teaching or administration or some other, both, 
both perspectives I've seen very successful in this position. So as you said, we, we would like to cast a wide net. Great, great. Always a good idea, especially in this climate. It's uh, hard to find those qualified candidates to fill those vacancies. Now, speaking to the vacancy, in your perfect world, how would you describe your ideal candidate for school business official? Well, of course, I, we, we want somebody who's a team player that, that understands education and the needs of a school district and the, the needs of, of you know, the, the community itself and to understand that, it's, it, that the position is a, it is a collaborative position. It's a position where we work, you know, we, we communicate with the community, with the Board of Education, with our, our, our instructional staff. So we, we want somebody with those, you know, those soft skills, but of course we're, we're also looking for someone with those analytical skills, someone who understands, you know, you, you don't necessarily have to be a CPA to be good at this job, right. but, but you need to know what, what the numbers, you know, what the numbers are telling you. So we are looking for that balance, that balance with, you know, that je ne sais quoi, and also <laughs> that analytical perspective on, you know, the needs. And of course, as uh, I don't have to tell you over time, this, this job, has become more challenging in in the years. So we have some we have a treasurer in this position too to assist an in-house treasurer. Yeah, I've I've always said, and people that listen probably are, are sick of me saying this. It's like a broken record, but this position, at least in my experience, is probably twenty-ish percent finance and everything else operationally and just kind of tangentially involved with you know all things school district. So you're absolutely right. There's it has evolved over time. So. Those looking to apply and are interested, where should they go and what's the kind of mechanism behind that? They can go on our website. We, we take applications through OLAS. So we take electronic applications. So we, we encourage people to go to our website and you know find the link there and submit their, their application. Great, great. Well, Joe, it's been an absolute pleasure discussing this position with you. It sounds like a wonderful opportunity, especially for those that are interested in the outdoors. There's a lot going on in Mid-Hudson. There is. It's a a great community, and we invite all interested parties to apply. And we we look forward to bringing someone on. Our current business official actually is headed back towards Western New York. So moving back to the Buffalo area. Oh, that's where I hail from. So good for the good yes. for your business. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, she's done a great job for us. You know, we're we're really sad to see her go, but you know, she has a has a young family and she's moving back towards family. So we really appreciate what she's done for us over the last few years. Well, it sounds like the the next person's walking into a great district and has everything left, you know, just to kind of carry the torch forward. So with that being said, Joe, best of luck with your search, and I'm sure you'll find a a great follow-up to your district. Thank you, John. I really appreciate this opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely.